Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. guest today is Atel Parikh, and she is the founder, president, and CEO of Ramgum Consultants, a minority women and disability-owned workforce solutions company. Hetel has always had an interest in utilizing technology to resolve modern health care and social economic challenges. She has a passion for technology, specifically AI, digital transformation, and blockchain. She and her husband co-founded Ramgum to connect people to jobs and to challenge the way that mental health is managed in schools and homes and workplaces. Hattel is a successful businesswoman and a mother of two. In fact, her daughter, Nishali, worked for us at Glen Eagle, and I have to have a shout-out for Nishali. You have done an amazing job of raising a daughter who is following in your footsteps in an area where so few women are exploring. Nishali specializes in data analytics and is actually a data scientist. And so we were so impressed with what she has done just with our firm as an intern. I can imagine as a mother how thrilled you are to watch her follow in your footsteps in a field with so few women. So today, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to welcome you to our podcast. Well, thank you so much, Susan. It's been an honor for me to be on this podcast. Um, and thank you for that wonderful description that you provided and uh, uh, wonderful words for my daughter. Uh, it's always very heartwarming and uh, great feeling to know when uh, young women strive in technology and follow their passion and their dreams. And I thank you for giving her the opportunity that you gave her this summer. Uh, for me, that was a prestige to see her get shattered by two amazing ladies, mother, daughter, and business, and that's my dream in the future. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we laugh because we actually met at a women's president's um, breakfast, and I remember the first thing we as women who are running businesses did is we talked about our daughters and coming in and next generation and our aspirations, not for what we've accomplished, but for what they could accomplish. And, and I think that that's what organizations like WPO do for us um, as, as women leaders. But I, I'd love to start by asking you, what inspired you to start um, Rangum? I know that, you know, it's a, a game-based specialty education tools and programs, but it's so much more. What was it that led you down this path? Because your specialty was not what most women were um, entering into as a career. Well, I'm happy that you asked me this, Susan, because what's really important here is that it, it really started in a very unique way. Our organization uh, philosophy is empathy. Empathy drives innovation. And I think it's that empathy that really led us into this specific arena. As a technology-based company where we were providing consulting services to Fortune 500 and then expanding into staffing industry, 
we're looking for a purpose, like really a meaningful purpose of why our organization should exist and why are we into technology. When we were introduced, um, at the time we were developing a lot of uh, math and science curriculum for mainstream kids and then we were introduced to special needs kids and we realized where there was a great need and a high potential here in this space uh, where if we were to provide this community, the professionals, uh, and provide them, empower them with technology, imagine what they could do with the, with these amazing young children who just need uh, you know, special attention and be able to help them develop their skills. They have a great talent that our current uh, system didn't really provide them with that uh, potential opportunity, which is where we saw the great need. And that's how we actually started in this particular space. Amazing the way you can take what you had built and then shift it to empower actually society. What is it that we should be looking at as a society that you really have taken what you've built and now are empowering so many? So what I would like to share is um, over the years, uh, in our culture, in our background, there was a great emphasis on education. And so education is a very strong pillar for future successes for the young children. And really providing them with the power of having the ability to grow and learn, it's critical. In terms of technology, what I would say is that there's so much out there in the market. Being able to have a vision, to be able to see what what are the potentials that technology can help us, enable us to do, to help us in a very quick and efficient way, I think we have a passion around that. And so over the years, I feel that we were always very ahead of the game in terms of uh, whether if the consumer in the market was ready for those platforms and those solutions. So we have been evolving over the years from anywhere from developing uh, kiosk-based solutions to tablet-based solutions, mobile applications, web-based tools, to now moving towards the future, the future of technology, where it's AI and machine learning. And I, I am a firm believer that AI and machine learning is really going to help human society in a greater way in terms of helping them to have a better quality of life and be able to provide them with opportunities to be able to do a lot more and bigger and better things. And you even often talk about how AI is going to impact kind of the future of the work and staffing industry. I mean, and you're right there for that. You talk a little bit about that and how you feel. Sure, sure. Well, with the way the the, uh, the future is heading towards with five different generations of the workforce, it's going to become really critical for organizations and the community to be prepared. And how are we going to be able to uh, ensure that we are fully adapting to the different ways of how the five different generations actually operate, function, and how are we going to enable them to have that ability to be able to bring out their fullest potentials? And that's going to be technology, because if you think about all the different generations of different mindsets and what's going to really connect them and bring them together, uh, I'm a firm believer that it's, it's going to be the technology that's going to help us to bring this five generation of the workforce in the future I together. I actually can't agree with you more. You know, this is the first time in the history of our country in nonprofits, in industry, in families, 
that we have five generations um, working and living together. And I think that that has come in. And the one thing that always resonates with me when we talk and when I watch your business and I see you at um, you know events is that you have been able to take the power of higher level technology, but also never lose the people aspect of it. And I think that gift that you're humble and you probably haven't addressed enough on this podcast is that you really have beautifully blended that. But I, I do agree with you. This is the first time in our country that we've had five generations working together and we need to embrace that because it's it's actually very powerful and can be soaring and launching rather than inhibiting. So what technology is going to allow us to do is it's going to empower us in many ways, leaving us with more time where it's really required to have that human touch. In the staffing industry today, uh, it saddens me to see how the recruiting in the staffing industry oftentimes is sort of turned into more of a commodity-driven business, and I would love to see the opportunity to be able to bring that uh, human touch around learning about the individual's specific needs, their strengths, and what are their focus, helping them to be able to live their dream, helping them to be able to pursue the careers of their passion. And we are very truly focused around our mission to provide quality of life for our candidates. And what our vision is meaningful employment for everyone. And how are we going to accomplish this task? It's, it's going to be a long journey. It's going to take a lot and lots of uh, uh, great hard work, persistence, and resilience in this area for us to be able to achieve the vision that we have. And when I talk about meaningful employment for everyone, what I'm really referring to is some amazing great talent that exists in the market today, people with disability, people on the autism spectrum, uh, individuals that are veterans, women, women in STEM. I strongly believe that there's so much great potential that is unseen and our current model of how we are sourcing individuals and talent for some of the corporations, what's sad is that we're screening them out versus screening them in and I hope that through technology, we're going to be able to provide and allow that uh, time that is truly required, the quality that is required to be able to engage, have some meaningful conversations, understand the individuals, and then help them to bring forth the types of opportunities that they truly deserve. Patel, you know, you have walked the walk, and now you've seen it firsthand. When I uh, first met you and then explored what you were doing. And there are so many women that are out there today that are listening that are either driving to work or taking their children to camp or school. What would it be if this person maybe has a child who is really gifted in the sciences but may have other issues that they're trying to deal with so that their forefront of their strengths come through and not their weaknesses, or employers who are thinking, is it possible for my firm to reach out and do something like this, or educators who are trying to structure their school systems to help the needs of those who are really gifted in many ways, but they're, um, maybe some of the things that they have to deal with are given too much attention and not, not their strengths enough. What would be the one 
piece of advice you would leave with those of us that are listening that we could take away, that we could help you in your mission that you have started and role model to us so beautifully on how we can give back to society as we grow businesses and use our talents? So the only thing I want to share with you in that area is really for the parents and for the professionals, professionals understanding the ones who support these individuals at various different levels, they understand the beauty and the, the talent and the value that these individuals can bring forth. And Steve Jobs actually once said that in order for us to innovate, we have to think differently. So then why are we not hiring people who think differently and who may see things in the world differently. And so what I would share uh, and one of the things that we constantly emphasize with our corporations as we are trying to open up more doors and opportunities is to be able to say that they're not doing charity. This is a value proposition. When in today's tough market, when talent is very uh, tough to find good talent, and they're looking for people who can think differently to bring in innovation. And with the top pricing market in, the, uh, in today's market where, you know, the cost is such a key factor, everyone's looking to save money and, and figure out how they can build efficiency and productivity. These individuals help you to accomplish all, of, all those things. They bring in the innovation because they think differently. They help to build efficiency and increase productivity because they pay attention to details and they're so focused. They're so, um, they have something that they have to, they want to um, uh, achieve and they're so passionate about, you know, their talent and their skills and what they do. So giving them the opportunity, it is a win-win situation. Eliminating the fear of the unknown is what, what I usually talk about is, there's always that the fear of the unknown. So if you can break that barrier, um, there's just some incredible, incredible things that can happen. I have to agree with you. I, I think thinking out of the box is amazing. And when you say accomplished, I think it's even further beyond accomplished. I think if we open up and we do think out of the box and we say, how can we soar in possibilities that we never even imagined? And I think that that's what you're actually stressing when you're when you're taking on this challenge of not only empowering industry by doing this, but also empowering us as individuals to realize that there's so much more that we haven't touched upon. And so I, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us today. And I wish you the best of luck in what you have already built, which is an amazing, amazing, um, you know, random consultants. I, I can't tell you how much you've done, um, not only in as a businesswoman, but also um, in educating other business owners on how they can empower um, their businesses and their employees. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Susan, for this opportunity and uh, providing me with a platform where I can share my vision and our mission to the world. And I will tell you, you are an awesome mom because your daughter was an amazing intern with us this summer. So. <laughs> And I would, I would leave our listeners with one other uh, word of advice. Look for organizations where you will meet 
um, women like Hattel who can help you so much in growing in who you are. There are women out there that want to help other women. And so organizations like Women's Presidents Organization or whatever is in your area, those are the things you should seek because I don't think we would have known each other and our daughters wouldn't know each other. And, and this wouldn't have taken place today without those type of organizations. So thank you again for joining us. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.